controversy for the sake of controversy is sin. Controversy for the sake of truth is a divine command. And so Paul, for example, on that note in Philippians 1, he talks about his ministry is both to defend and confirm, to preach the gospel. Welcome to the Walk in Truth mini-sode, A Step Closer, where Pastor Michael Lance and others on the Walk in Truth team discuss topics and questions about life from a Christian perspective. You'll also get a chance to get to know the team. Now, let's get into today's topic. Hey, listening family, this is Pastor Michael, and recently uh, we did a 633 apologetics event. You hear us talk about this quite a bit. You might ask, what is it? Well, we do special Sunday evening services to deal with topics relevant to the culture or the church culture or both. And this last Sunday, we did the topic of the Enneagram. You say, what is the Enneagram? Well, the Enneagram has kind of morphed into something like a personality test, but it's much deeper and goes way uh, back before the last couple of decades. And in fact, the Enneagram, as we explored it on this Sunday evening and had a subtitle, The Numbers Just Don't Add Up, we saw that it really comes from the occult. It comes from the new age. It comes from those dabbling in that which is forbidden for believers, forbidden for Israel, forbidden in the Old and New Testament. And so as we talked about scriptures like guarding the flock and testing everything and making sure that we expose false doctrine that can hurt the church and even false teachers who sneak into the church like Jude verses three and four, we explored the Enneagram and looking at its origins, looking at its, uh, the fact that it just doesn't add up and, and it's, uh, it's just really not something that believers need to be messing with at all. And so, uh, in this series of minisodes, you're going to be able to understand a little bit more about the Enneagram. And if you haven't come across it, you're probably bound to come across it because I think that last count, 27 books have come out from so-called Christian publishers on the Enneagram. And it's really not something that Christians should be messing with. In fact, Marsha Montenegro, an ex-astrologer who's now a wonderful apologist for the Christian faith, called it a Trojan horse in the into the church and called it, in her opinion, the most dangerous thing that the New Age has ever uh, you know, permeated the church with. So this is something we've got to be uh, mindful of, we have to understand, we have to be on the lookout. And if we have friends that have embraced it, we need to speak to them or reason with them with gentleness and respect. And that's something we tried to emphasize in First Peter 3.15. We do, we, we gently correct, but we correct nonetheless. We speak the truth in love. So that is exploring the Enneagram. The numbers just don't add up. It's going to be something that you want to get under your belt. These mini-sodes will help you with that, help you be further equipped, which is the goal of Walk in Truth. Glad you're listening. May the Lord bless you. It is a privilege to present to you another 633 event here at Living Truth Christian Fellowship. We have a uh, live stream audience that has joined us from probably from many parts of the country perhaps the world. So I do want to welcome you if you're watching via live stream or if you watch this later. We're glad that you've come aboard to be part of this evening. The goal of a 633 apologetics event is to make a sound, cogent defense 
for the historic Christian faith and to do it with gentleness and respect and to do it in light of things that come along in the culture, whether inside the church, outside the church, or both. And in this case, the Enneagram has permeated the culture and the church culture, even as Alex has said in some of the announcements in our own backyard. So we're going to talk about, we're going to explore the Enneagram, we're going to look at its origins. We are not here to tar and feather anybody tonight. If you've taken a personality test or you got exposed to this somehow, our goal tonight is just to bring you truth. And that's the goal of these events as we do them, usually about quarterly here. I do want to welcome you if you're from another fellowship, because we are one church in Jesus. So if you're from North Point or somewhere else, welcome to Living Truth. We're glad you're here. And without further ado, I'm going to invite Professor Craig Hawkins to come on up. Craig? Now, you'll notice that Craig will have a paper bag with him. Craig is very old school about his materials. And so he carries that bag wherever he goes. He hasn't changed it since 1986. So I'm surprised it's held up that long. But it's like the Israelite sandals, you know, they didn't wear out. Anyway, Craig, welcome. <laughs> 20, 20 cents now. Oh, okay. Too. There you go. And I figured it was going to be a Trader Joe's bag. Of course. Yeah. So um, tonight, we're going we're gonna to teach for a portion of time, doing a back and forth, and then we're going to open up a time of Q&A. There's two ways that you can ask a question tonight. You can ask a question live. We're going to have a couple of our leaders with microphones. If you want to interact with us, we'd love to talk to you about your questions and do a bit of a back and forth. So if you'd like to do that, that's available to you. Now, the other way you can do it is through the app, and you can ask a question anonymously if you're watching via live stream or you're here live. What you do is you open the Living Truth app, tap the Christ, the cross icon at the bottom right. You'll get to the 633 Q&A. Type your question in there and submit it. And then uh, the guys in the back will filter those questions to us, and we'll be able to read them off and then try to do the best we can to answer your questions. So that's what we've got tonight. I'm going to pray one more time. We're going to start with a little bit of scripture as it relates to apologetics, and we'll jump into the subject matter. So join me in a word of prayer. Father, thank you so much for the precious church family that's gathered, those who are guests, those who know you, and perhaps those who don't know you. Those who, maybe this is an area of confusion, maybe They've come across the Enneagram and found it helpful and found even spiritual leaders, pastors even, defending it and saying this is helpful and how, how do we ferret through such issues? Well, we do that by the light of the Word of God and, and that is our singular focus tonight, Lord, to compare the Enneagram to the historic Christian faith, but also to look at its origins and see if it holds up uh, under the light of Scripture. Would you bless Craig? I thank you for Craig and his ministry over the years on the front lines, faithful uh, to uh, defending the historic Christian faith. He's been instrumental in my life. I thank you that he's been a warrior for Christ. Thank you that Janet's here tonight. Bless their family. And uh, Lord, uh, just tonight, for every precious soul that will interact with this material and what we cover tonight, may you be glorified and may it draw all of us to you in Jesus' name. All God's people said, amen. Craig, the, the classic... Uh, apologetics verse that I think most people think of is First Peter 3.15. Sanctify Christ as Lord in your hearts. Now it's written to believers, so that tells us that we can still, we have to, if you will, re-sanctify Christ, put him first place in our hearts consistently. And Peter goes on, sanctify Christ 
as Lord in your hearts, always being ready to make a defense. Now, that's our word apologia, where we get apologetics. To make a defense, a reason for the hope that we have, and to do it with gentleness and respect. Now, talk to us a little bit about the idea of apologetics. And then I do want to hit quickly on the idea of gentleness and respect. Because I know there are people out there in the church that have interacted with the Enneagram, perhaps to a certain extent. And our goal is to be respectful and as gentle as we can be, yet we're going to speak the truth in love. So I know I threw a lot at you, but maybe start with apologetics and then we'll talk about just our mindset tonight. Well, sure. And you started with Ephesians, speaking the truth in love. It's not just speaking truth and it's not just speaking love. It's speaking the truth in love. Indeed, we speak because we do love people. I was talking to some folks today at a class I teach and was making the point that uh, my love language is I learned the, the vocabulary, the views of Mormons, Jehovah Witnesses, Christadelphians, Scientologists, whatever. I want to know their views so that I can speak to them and understand their views and love them. So we do give an apologia, uh, 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 the Greek logos, a, a reason for the hope that is within us. And some people think it's just disrespectful to even disagree, but that's not true. As my mentor, Walter Martin, used to say, Controversy for the sake of controversy is sin. Controversy for the sake of truth is a divine command. And so Paul, for example, on that note in Philippians 1, he talks about his ministry is both to defend and confirm, uh, to preach the gospel. It's not just enough just to do the positive preaching, the the feel-good stuff, which we like to do. We have to give the warning. We have to give the the exhortation to people, and that is being a good shepherd. When the sheep starts to roam off, somebody needs to go after that sheep and call it back to the fold because it's not going to go well if the sheep wanders off. Craig, speaking of Ephesus, uh, I think of Paul addressing the Ephesian elders in Acts chapter 20. And uh, if you have your Bible, how many of you have your Bible tonight? If you do, open it to Acts chapter 20 for a moment. Um, let's take a look at the Apostle Paul. So he's meeting with the Ephesian elders, and he says these words, Acts twenty twenty six. Acts twenty twenty six. Therefore, I testify to, to you this day that I'm innocent of the blood of all men. I did not shrink from declaring to you the whole purpose of God. Be on guard, Acts twenty twenty eight for yourselves and for all the flock. Now, uh, Paul is addressing the elders of a church. So he's saying, guard yourselves. Guard the flock, notice the shepherd sheep imagery, among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. I know that after my departure, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. From among your own selves, men will arise, speaking perverse things, to draw away the disciples after them. Therefore, be on the alert. Remembering that night and day for a period of three years, I did not cease to admonish each one of you with with tears. So Paul obviously was very concerned about the potential of false teaching. And now I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you the inheritance among all those who are sanctified. And so you can see that the Bible, if you study the New Testament epistles, just about every letter was written to counter a false teaching. Just about every letter that you're going to interact with in one way or another, some percentage of that letter was written to counter or to, 
you know, bring light to a danger to the church in terms of false teaching or false teachers. Now, what comes to mind, Craig, there, there's several that we can talk about. I, I want to just uh, focus on two more for our intro. One is 1 Thessalonians 5.21, which I know we talked about a lot when we did classes together, when you taught me. And it's examine everything carefully. Hold fast to that which is good or that which is true. Talk to us a little bit about the heart behind 1 Thessalonians 5.21. Sure. It's always spoken out of the heart of love, the poimen, the pastor, the shepherd. Dokimazo is the word. Test to prove everything, everything. Try everything through the word of God, through discernment, through the truth. Uh, indeed, in back in Acts 17, those at Thessalonica were more noble. Uh, the brains were more noble than the Thessalonicans because they anacrino. In other words, they searched the scriptures, judged them to see if what Paul said was true. On that note, in 1 Timothy 6, among the many passages, Paul warns Timothy. Timothy, his protege, right, uh, towards the very last letter of his life, the end of his life, he warns him, he says that to be careful um, because some people have basically embraced what is falsely called knowledge, pseudo. We get our word, I call it suedo, it's not even pseudo, it's suedo. Um, n- nothing against you, like to wear suede, sorry, by the way. I see that hand, sorry, sir. But, but, but seriously, uh, what is falsely called knowledge, and, and there's always something new under the sun. There's always something new. If it's not the Enneagram, and this is the bigger issue right now, Michael, it's, it's not just the Enneagram. It's, it's Scientology, or it's Forum, or it's you name it. It never ends. There's always something new that is new and improved, something exotic, something not the same old, same old, boring, bland, but the new and improved. You need this. You've got to have this. And the church church is constantly uh, being warned by Paul, and as you just mentioned, and then in Timothy 6 and 2 Timothy f- uh, 4 and elsewhere, he, he's warning us, he's warning us, be careful. So this is much bigger than the Enneagram. It, it includes that, but it's every fad that blows into town that the church wants to embrace. Hey, come try this out. You need this. You're not really complete. You don't have everything you need in this word. We've got something else for you, and you want it. Boy, it's good. Come get and it. Second Peter, you mentioned when we were back in the office Peter says that what do we have everything that pertains to life and godliness God's given it to us he didn't give you a half full toolkit he didn't give you a half full medical kit he's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness everything you need for your growth for your maturation for your maturity to be ushered into heaven to hear that well done my good and faithful servant God has already given to you. And Craig, the irony is that we see these statistics on Bible reading in the church, and it's really pitiful. And then we have people looking for new things outside the Bible when the statistics on Bible reading are, are largely pathetic in the professing church, which maybe maybe that's the reason that people you know can potentially get duped. And again, I'm not trying to bag on people who have interacted with this, but but the truth of the matter is there's plenty here in the Bible to interact with about you know, conforming me into the image of Christ and making me the person that I'm supposed to be. Go yes, ahead. being transformed on a kinosis by the renewing of your minds, Romans 12, 1 and 2. So we have everything, but we, we, we are uh, constantly, we're like a fish with a lure. Oh, that one looks nice. I think I'll take that one. And then the devil's got you on the hook. 
Well, you are listening to a mini-sode on the Enneagram, and this was content that was recorded from a special 633 event that we held at Living Truth Christian Fellowship in the city of Corona, where I have the privilege of serving as senior pastor. Special guest, Professor Craig Hawkins. Uh, It was really a wonderful night, not only to dive into some teaching on the Enneagram and its occult New Age origins and New Age uh, proprietors, but also to do a Q&A time. And we had a chance to take some questions uh, both through our app, written questions, and interact with some folks uh, who were there on that evening. So this is the content you're listening to, Exploring the Enneagram. The numbers just don't add up. And I pray it's been a blessing to you. Remember to keep us in prayer as we continue to fight the good fight for truth and to love people and to give the gospel. Uh, glad you're listening. Hey, recommend this to a friend and I pray the rest of the content will be a blessing to you. Thanks for listening to A Step Closer. Let us know your thoughts on today's topic. You can email us at contact at walkintruth.com. You can also let us know a topic or question you'd like us to answer and discuss. Again, email us at contact at walkintruth.com.